0: Om, recording
1: in progress
0: Om, om
1: sahana bhavatu sahana upanatu saha viryam karavah tejasvinavati tamastama vir Om shanti shanti shanti
0: Welcome everyone. Any questions before we begin today?
1: On Bhagavad Gita Chapter 4, Class 61. Yoga of Renunciation of Action in Wisdom. Topic 4, the 12 Yajniyas, Sacrifices. Yajniya is the ritual of fire worship. It's been practiced from ancient times to now. As we already explained, we worship the fire god by offering grains in a fire. The kindling of the flames
0: represents the blessings by the fire god. So it's an external ritual that we do. And when the flame shoots up, we believe that the fire God is blessing us.
1: So this topic explains how we can internalize this ritual within us,
0: applied to our daily life. How? By converting all our worldly actions into worship. There are 12 yagmiyas. The great sages divided all
1: human activity into 12 segments. Last week, in verse 25, we covered the first
0: two yajnas. You got the um, diagram, Ravi, please? Just share it, just as a reminder. Thank you. Last time we covered the first two yagnyas. Limited ideal was
1: the first yajniya. Absolute ideal was the second yajniya. We said that the first yajniya is directed to devas, gods, limited ideals, worldly goals, wealth, knowledge, whatever you you desire in the world, gods are portrayed to represent these ideals. You pray to Goddess Saraswati for knowledge. Let my son, daughter pass the exam. Goddess Lakshmi, let my business flourish. Let me win the lottery. Ganesha Puja, let there be no obstacles while I perform this wedding. So any worldly pursuit, For name, fame, wealth, power, is a material goal. Charity work, material
0: goal. So these are yajna that we perform for limited goals in life. These great
1: saints saw that most human beings' minds went towards the world. Everyone aspired for worldly objects and beings. So what did they do?
0: So that people don't forget... Brahman, invented these gods. Gods and goddesses.
1: So whenever a person's mind went to worldly desire, they planted a god. People don't forget god while they're pursuing their desires in the world. 99% of yogis, or religious, spiritual people, are of this category. They don't know
0: any different. The second yajna, absolute ideal. Absolute goal of life, which is what, anyone? Just just shout it out. What's the absolute ideal? What's the absolute ideal? Self-realization. Become one with Brahman. This is the absolute goal of life.
1: This is why, why you're all here to study the Bhagavad Gita, which teaches us
0: about Brahman. How to attain that absolute ideal. What must we do? So,
1: yajna sacrifice allows us to achieve these goals, worldly or spiritual transcendental so these are the first three yagnyas we covered last week and today we're going to cover the third yagna which is perception and if we have time the fourth which is restraint actually no three and four we're going to cover yagna three perception and four restraint
0: that's first 26 thank you ravi Any questions? Everyone understand what the Yajniyas are for? To achieve our goals.
1: So we'll take up uh, verse 26 now. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. These verses are not easy. Okay, Don't kick yourself if you find it tough to understand. I found it tough as well when I was in this room, even now preparing for this class, it's not easy, these, these um, verses. Um, so, just bear with me. We'll try and cover it as best we can. Right, 1st 26.
0: Recording in progress.
1: Srotradin indriyanyanye, Subtard in VISAYAN ANYA INDRIYAGNISHUJUVATI Indriag Nishu Ju Vati, in VISAYAN ANYA INDRIYAGNISHUJUVATI Yamag Others Offer hearing and other senses as sacrifice into the fires of restraint. Others offer sound and other sense objects as sacrifice in the fires of the senses. So, others offer hearing and other senses as sacrifice into the fires of restraint. Others offer sound and other sense objects as sacrifice in the fires of the senses. Sounds cryptic, but we'll
0: get through it. Ravi, could you read paragraph one, please? Paragraph one, Ravi? Yep. Can't hear you. Can't hear you, Ravi. Your mic's off. Try again,
2: sorry yeah this verse specifies the third and fourth yajnas the latter portion of the verse explains the third yajna the yajna of perception and the earlier portion explains the fourth the yajna of self-restraint the yajna ritual compromises two essential factors the first is the offering of the ahuti oblation such as ghee or grain into the fire. The second is the kindling of the flame as a result of the offering. When the ghee is offered to the fire, the flames shoot up. The devotee believes he populates the fire god and the fire god in turn blesses him. The ritual steers your mind towards God. The prayer obviously lasts only for the duration of the ritual. But for real spiritual evolution and realization of the self, you will have to keep the mind in constant remembrance of the Supreme Being. Part-time prayers cannot take you to the ultimate. You must gradually evolve to full-time awareness of the Supreme God the all-pervading reality.
1: So the main two aspects of yajna, which is what you need to remember, is the offering and the kindling. Those are the two aspects of all these verses. What are you offering and what is being kindled? Just remember those two things.
0: In this case, when you do the yajna fire worship, you're offering the ghee
1: and the grains and what is kindled is the fire the flame shoot up yeah everyone that's quite straightforward so all these yajniyas there's an offering and there's a kindling while you're doing the ritual you're thinking of god god is blessing me once the ritual is over what happens what happens after the ritual you forget god That's it, over, done. What's next? So what uh, this verse and these verses are saying is that prayer has to be constant. You can't just do it for a few minutes every day or the odd ritual here and there. To reach that goal, that absolute goal,
0: you have to remember, Brahman, God, in all aspects of your life, in whatever you're doing. So these yajnas, this concept, and it is a concept, by the way,
1: allows us to think of Brahman in all our actions, whatever we are doing. From the time we wake up to the time we go to bed. Every action is converted into a yajna, a worship. So if you're having a cup of tea, yajna, you can convert it into a yajna. Listening to me talking, convert it into a yajna. Anything and everything you're doing. So how can we do this? How can we remember God
0: throughout all our activities? Any idea? How can we do this? How can we remember God throughout all our activities? Any idea before we move on? By
2: seeing God as seeing the oneness in everything you do. That, yeah, that's that a good sense. start. The worst enemy
1: you see.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Will you remember? Oh, he's the same as me he's Brahman. <laughs> Someone swears at you, shouts at you. Can you remember? Oh, this is Brahman. You're right, Ravi. That's the whole idea. But we, we, we find
0: it difficult, isn't it? Yeah. It's not easy. So please, if you read paragraph two.
2: This concept raises a common question. How can you remember the supreme reality at all times and yet continue to function effectively in your daily activities? Will not the constant awareness of reality disturb the concentration necessary to operate normally in the world? How can, you focus on, on, how can you focus your attention on two different points at the same time? The answer to this question is that one can learn the technique of simultaneously concentrating on more than one object. You can see an example of such practice in Indian classical music. A classical musician has one aspect of his concentration pegged onto a fixed continuous note, Sruti, in the background. He never loses awareness of that bass. Having fixed his attention on that bass, Sruti, he sings a variety of musical compositions. In fact, a classical musician cannot sing without this background, Sruti. Similarly, you can take one aspect of your concentration upon the Supreme Self, Admin, while engaging in a variety of activities in the world. At first, you will slip in and out of awareness, but with regular practice, you can maintain your attention on both. By doing so, your awareness of the self becomes constant in and through all life's activities. This constancy of thought alone can take you to the ultimate realization of the self. The Gita has ingenuously grafted this procedure into every possible activity of life. It has masterminded the 12 yajnas showing how to convert all actions into worship.
1: Did everyone understand that? Simultaneous concentration. Only this constancy of thought can take you to the ultimate realization of the self. So you have to do this throughout your life, throughout your day. You have to be able to concentrate on both. And he gave an example, classical piece, highlighting Shruti. Does everyone know what Shruti is? Yeah? A classical musician cannot play his instruments, cannot sing the the uh, Bajan or whatever they're singing without that Shruti. I've got an example, which I just took out this morning. It's not very clear, but hopefully you'll understand, you'll uh, get it. In the background, if you hear, you hear that? Everyone hear that? At the background, there's a tone. Yeah? It's quite a nice piece of music. It's only this, <laughs> this morning classical music. So that shruti has it starts even before the instruments start playing. They start that shruti. One chap, that's all he does. Play that shruti. And then everyone comes in and plays the instruments, the singing, etc. They're concentrating on that shruti at the same time while they're playing the instruments.
0: Anyone who's been to a concert, they'll, you'll notice that. Without the shruti, they cannot play. So they have to concentrate on both. Simultaneous concentration on two
1: aspects. So this, giving this example to say, this is what we need to do. Think of Brahman while we're acting in the world, just like in classical music,
0: they're concentrating on the Shruti while they're playing the music. Does that make sense, Arunabe? Any questions, any clarifications before we continue? Shilabit, make sense? That's
1: how you concentrate on both. Now, you can't do that straight away, you have the practice, yeah? So, how do we do this? Everything starts with sense activities, sense objects. We perceive the world through our five senses. Everything we perceive is through our five
0: senses. With eyes, we see sight. With the ears, we hear sound. With our tongue, we taste. With our nose we smell and with our skin we touch.
1: And that's how we perceive the world. These are the sense activities we perform. Correct? All of us? Now you're listening to me and you're watching me. Color and form enter as stimuli in the eyes. Yeah, when we see an object we see the color and we see the form.
0: They enter us stimuli in the eyes, sounds enter a stimuli in the ears, touch enters a stimuli from the skin, taste enters a stimuli from the tongue, and smell enters a stimuli from the nose. Correct everyone?
1: So these are the five types of stimuli that enter us through the five sense organs. What happens once they come in, once they enter? What, do they, what happens? The stimuli
0: enter us, then what happens? Does anyone know the next thing that happens? When, you, when it enters you, what happens? they react with the mind and intellect. When these stimuli enter,
1: they react with the mind and intellect. And depending on
0: what the mind and intellect thinks, there's a response made back into the world. Example, you hear a loud bang. The sound enters you through the ears.
1: It reacts with the mind and intellect. And the response is, what
0: was that sound? Like? You start looking around. What was that noise? It was a loud bang. Correct? This is what happens. So these three activities,
1: receipt of stimuli from the world, reaction with the inner personality, the mind intellect, response to the world. Those are the three activities we are performing. Is everyone with me? Any clarifications, this is how you function, this is how I function, this is how all human beings function. This is what we're doing every day, throughout our lives, from the time we are born
0: to the time we die. Receipt, reaction, response. Now. If we can convert all
1: these three, receipt, reaction and response to worship, then we are constantly thinking of Brahman. We're constantly thinking of God. Because this is what we're doing throughout our lives. This is what we're doing from the time we wake up. Receipt, reaction, response. So how can we convert that
0: into prayer? into sacrifice if we can do that then we're thinking of brahman all the time now that's the question how do we perform this so i have to break it down so you understand it otherwise it's meaningless any questions you got a question does everyone understand any clarifications Okay, so this is what we need to do. Receipt, reaction, response. How can
1: we convert these three into prayer, into worship, so that we can think of Brahman all the time? Make sense, Shravan? Yeah, great. Ravi, next verse, please. Next paragraph, sorry.
2: The yukna of perception is described as offering of the stimuli into the fires of the senses. As said earlier, A yajna should compromise two essential factors, the ahuti offering and the kindling of the fire. The fire consumes the ahuti and the flame shoots up, which symbolizes the invocation of the Lord. In the yajna of perception, the stimuli entering the sense organs constitute the ahuti and sense perceptions. The flames kindled stimuli reach the body as sound for the ears, colour and form for the eyes, smell for the noise, sorry, smell for the nose, taste for the tongue and touch for the skin. When the stimuli are consumed in the body, the senses register the respective perceptions. The offering is the stimuli and the kindling, the perception, Thus, this constitutes yajna, worship. The verse states that sound and other sense objects sacrifice themselves into the fires of sense perceptions. With awareness of this, one can convert every sense perception into a yajna, a prayer, a worship.
0: Thank you. This is where
1: it gets difficult to understand. right? Up to now, you all understand. This is... How do you convert that into worship is the difficult, difficulty in understanding. And we'll
0: try and see if we can explain this. As you said, first of all, you, you all understood. We said in the beginning, the
1: offering is grain, ghee, which is called ahuti. And what is kindled is the fire. So here, what we're saying is the offering, the ahuti, is the senses.
0: Yeah. And he says, what is kindled is perception. So we said prayer cannot be a
1: part-time thing every morning for 15 minutes. It has to be a constant awareness of God, part of our life. I am Brahman. I'm not this body, mind, intellect. I am Brahman. Brushing your teeth. I am Brahman. Showering, I am Brahman. Breakfast, I am Brahman. Driving to work, I am Brahman. Every time you have to remember, Brahman. So grains and ghee are offered, what is kindled is fire. So yajniya here is you offer the senses, the stimuli as ahuti, as the grains and
0: the ghee. And what is kindled is perception. Offering is the senses, perception is what is kindled. What happens in a perception? What happens when you perceive something? What happens when you perceive something? You see a mountain, it hits your eyes. Wow, look at that mountain!
1: You perceive the mountain. Perception, seeing is kindled. Wow, what
0: a mountain. Sight goes in, you perceive the object and you recognize it as a mountain.
1: When sound enters the ears, what is kindled?
0: When sound enters the ears, what is kindled? Your ears. Hearing. Your hearing, yeah. When
1: sound enters your ears, hearing is kindled. What's the ahuti, Vanita? What is your offering? What are you offering? When sound enters the ears, what are you offering? What is the grain and the ghee? Any idea? Anyone? What is the grain and the ghee? When sound enters the ears. Deepa, any idea? Sound. Sound enters the ears. What are you offering? You're offering the sound. What is kindled? Hearing is kindled. So the hearing is the flames. The offering is the sound. I told you it's not easy to understand this. Yeah to simplify as best we can sound enters the ears hearing is kindled a sweet is put on the tongue what is kindled taste 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 is kindled see unless you you, taste is kindled how would you know if it's sweet or mint or salty or what it has to hit the mind then you say oh it's sweet no it's something salty So the ahuti, the offering is a sweet on the tongue and taste is kindled. You touch a porcelain statue. So then what's offered? It's the sweet, the taste. I mean, the sweet is the offering. Yeah. Taste on the tongue is the offering. Yeah. Yeah. The sense on the tongue is the offering and the taste is kindled. Until it hits the mind, you don't know what the taste is. Yeah. You touch a porcelain statue, touching is kindled. The feel of the porcelain statue, the smoothness, that is kindled. Until then, you don't know what it is. So this is what we're doing every day, they're
0: saying, from the time we get up. Hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. Smiling. Is everyone with me so far? Sales nodding her head. Shaking.
1: Mm, Shaking her head. Ahuti is what you're offering.
0: What is kindled is the reaction. So, you know, by the time we get the 12th
1: Yajna, yeah, you would have got it. (laughs) <laughs> this is the f- <laughs> for number three and four so don't worry yeah so what they're saying the sages is we have a choice we can either focus on what we are seeing or what makes us see
0: we can focus on what you're seeing or what makes us see what we're hearing or what makes us hear We can focus on what we are tasting or what makes us taste. We can focus on what we're smelling or what makes us smell. What makes us do these things? Yeah, Damesh. Our vastness
1: or desires? Our vastness or desires? No. Yes and no. I'm talking about the absolute answer. What makes us? What makes
0: the Vasanas manifest? What does the desires what makes the desires manifest? What? Our soul, our Atman. Atman. The pure consciousness. Dharmesh, did you have a question?
1: No, I was gonna say Brahman. Pure consciousness. Brahman, pure consciousness, consciousness, Atman, all means the same thing. God. So we can either concentrate on what we're smelling, tasting, touching, seeing, or we can concentrate on what makes us do these things. And what makes us do these things is the pure consciousness,
0: without which we would not be able to do any of those functions. We're getting there slowly.
1: All humans are made up of the spirit, pure consciousness, and the body, mind, and
0: intellect. And what is that pure consciousness? Brahman, God. Atman, whatever you want to call it, spirit. Pure light. It doesn't matter what you call it. Without the pure consciousness, you would not be able to be alive. Any questions? So there is this yajna, this ritual going on inside us. From the time we're born, the time we wake up in the morning, this ritual has been going on inside us. So in simple terms, what we're saying is when sound goes in, consciousness is kindled.
1: Pure consciousness is kindled. When you hear my voice now, you must be aware not only of what I'm saying, but what enables you to hear my voice. This is the way of remembering in all actions, both aspects, the sruti. The pure consciousness is the sruti in classical music, Nipa, make sense? you got a classical music expert next to you. So Sruti is the pure consciousness. What makes me play my tabla in, in in the right way is the Sruti. What makes me hear, sees
0: the Sruti, the pure consciousness. What enables you to hear my voice, your consciousness. If you can remember that in all activities, this is
1: now a constant prayer, a constant awareness of Brahman, a constant
0: awareness of God. Yajna ritual going on inside you permanently. Ingenious. How can you remember Brahman in all my activities? Constant prayer, constant awareness of Brahman. This is the 12 yagniyas.
1: If you're able to do this, Shilabin, if you're able to do this, no need to go to a temple ever, no need to go to a mosque or church. When you go to a temple, mosque and church or when you go to a temple, You see the idol that makes you think of God. Why do you go to a temple to remember God? When when you see the Lord Krishna's Murti, you see Shiva's Murti,
0: it reminds you of that God. The minute you're out of the temple, you forget that image. Let's go and eat Panipuri now. You've been to the Mandir. Ealing road (laughs) you with me yeah you need to go there to think of God
1: but if you're able to do this you don't have to go anymore you're thinking of God permanently in everything you're doing brushing your teeth you're
0: thinking of God why do you need to go to a temple to think of God anymore this is what they're saying So, sound, taste, touch, smell,
1: seeing is the ahuti, the offering, and what is
0: kindled, the fire, in this case, is the pure consciousness. This is what they're saying. Everything you hear, taste, touch, smell is pure consciousness. Ingenious, isn't it? ingenious what they came up with we have to practice this this is what we have to do
1: in order to reach self-realization think of brahman
0: all the time any clarifications Ravi, paragraph four please
2: the fourth yajna is the yajna of self-restraint. It has two constitutes: one, hearing and other sense perceptions as the offerings.
1: Bear with me, one moment. So the one we, what we just covered is the third yajna, perception. Yeah, um, you offer the stimuli of touch, taste, smell, seeing, and what is kindled is the pure consciousness, the perception. So now the fourth one is restraint. What is restraint? We'll explain that in a second. Sorry, Ruby, could you
2: okay. start? So, the fourth yagna is the yagna of self restraint. It has two constitutes one, hearing and other sense perception as the offerings. Two, fires of self-restraint as the flames kindle. The five perceptions of hearing, seeing, smelling, tasting and touching correspond to the five sense organs. When a sense organ perceives a sense object, the enjoyment of that particular sense object is complete. The perception is over. But after the perception ends, the mind tends to linger in the enjoyment. It tries to relive the experience through memory and indulge in the sense perception mentally. If your mind continues to revive and revel in the past perceptions, you develop desires for those sense objects. Such practice destroys your self-restraint. On contrary, if your mind does not linger in the enjoyment of perceptions after they end, no further desires are created. You instead strengthen your self restraint Therefore, your perception must end with perception. Mere perception will not produce further mental reactions. It will not create desires. If each perception simply dies away after its completion, self-restraint for that sense object is established. Similarly, if you treat all perceptions thus, if you end all perceptions of sense objects with the actual perception, not allowing any further mental indulgence, the self-restraint for all sense objects becomes established. In other words, when you let perceptions die away, you develop self-restraint. When you merely consume perceptions, the fire of self-restraint are kindled. Perceptions are the ahuti, and self-restraint are the flames kindled. But you establish another type of yetna, another constant worship in your life.
0: It sounds complicated. So what does this mean? Can you understand it? How to control desires. It's talking
1: about self-restraint, restraining your desires. How not
0: to create more desires. This is what this Yagniya is talking about. So say you hear a plane passing by. It makes a loud sound. You only hear that sound when it goes through the ear and hits the mind inside. Correct? What makes you, what, what organ makes you hear? what organ makes you hear? The ear.
1: Yeah. Is it the ear though? It's here. If, if I cut this off, will I stop hearing? No the sound will still go in yeah until it hits the until it hits the sense center inside in the mind similarly all five senses yeah only when it hits the the sense the sense center in the mind
0: is a perception perceived so even if your ear is not there you can still hear When you see a friend across the road, only when that sight
1: goes in through the eyes and hits the sense center, in the mind you say, hey,
0: that's dermish. You owe me a fiber. You remember. Yeah, until then, it's just something you see. The mind is the one that recognizes it. You eat a sweet. Only when it hits the sense center in the mind you realize that you're eating something sweet. Are you, is everyone with me? Deepabin? So if the mind is not there, what happens? If the mind isn't there, what happens?
2: And it just fades away. It's not it's not what's the word experience or
0: it's not indulged on it doesn't register Hmm. the mind is not there it doesn't register the senses do not
1: register if my mind is preoccupied I see Dharmesh across the road even though he owes me
0: a five I don't recognize him keep walking you're thinking your son is not well Doctor says, Go and get some medicine
1: urgently from the pharmacy. I won't, I'll be so concentrating on how to get to the pharmacy quickly, get the medicine, I won't recognize anyone. Mum might be across the road, but I won't recognize her. Mind is not there. Mine is on one thing. Let me get to the pharmacy
0: and get medicine for my son. You're mourning the passing of a close family member. Your mind isn't grieving,
1: thinking of that person. You can't think clearly. You're given food. You don't want to eat it. I don't want to eat nothing.
0: Mind is not there, preoccupied. So the mind needs to be present for you to be able to
1: complete the perception. This is what we're saying. Is everyone with me? The
0: mind has to be there to be able to complete the perception. this Yajna number four, restraint, meaning controlling your desires. How do you do this? It's quite simple. Ending perception with perception. This is what they're saying. Ending
1: perception with perception. If you're able to do this,
0: no further desires are created. If you keep thinking about that perception, we create further desires. Does that make sense, Dimash? Example. You go and see a movie. New movie come out, Sharuk Khan, Bhutan. You go and see that movie.
1: I haven't seen it, but anyway, you come out. Wow, what a wonderful movie! Did you see his, spice? You see his muscles, six pack? What an excellent movie that was!
0: You go home, bring your friends. What a great movie! You must all see it. Even I want to go and watch it again.
1: So what it's saying is that if you end perception with perception, you create self-restraint. If you revel in the enjoyment, you create further desires. You want to go and see
0: it again. Because you keep thinking about it. The mind keeps thinking about it. it. Creates more desires. Come out the cinema hall. That was a good movie. Move on. Don't think about that movie again. You've done the enjoyment. Thinking about it doesn't make you enjoy more, does it? Finish. You're ending perception with perception. Any questions? One more example. You go to a new restaurant on the high street. Fusion
1: Indian. You've never been to a fusion Indian. You go the food is amazing. Service is for You You, When you go home, you keep thinking about the experience. You create further desires. Must go again to that restaurant. When can we go again? Someone's birthday is coming next month. Let's go here again.
0: They have another branch. Let's try this one next time. If you end perception with perception, you're
1: not creating more desires. Yes, you had a good meal. That's it, forget about it, finished. Don't
0: keep reveling in that thought. When you do, you create more desires. Jump to the next experience. What is now? What am I gonna enjoy now? If you do that, you create self-restraint, meaning you don't create further desires. So, So in relation to the spiritual path, Mm. you can build up desires. So for example, um, I keep attending these classes. I
1: think about what the class was today. I I reflect on it tomorrow,
0: contemplate. I read the verse again, go Mm. through it. Mm -hmm. So there's that constant kind of, um, I suppose, not yeah yeah, that constancy that i am i am
1: kind of actually not ending perception with perception because then in that experience what you're talking about now Mm -hmm. i should say oh great class forget about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? but that's not the idea when it comes to the spiritual path Mm -hmm. and i want to create a desire to Mm -hmm. i suppose
0: evolve more develop more yeah um so it doesn't work in the sense of spiritual path, right? Ending perception with perception. What do you think? I'm saying no. That's why I'm asking the question. Okay.
1: Anybody? Did everyone hear that? She's saying, what about on the spiritual path? Who'd like to uh, jump in, in this one? Anybody? Yeah, Damish. We all need to start somewhere. So... Maybe at first we will make that desire to understand to find God. Hmm. Only when you get to the latter stages, then you realize you don't need that desire. You need to think of God all the time, but you need the first step to get to the second, to the third, to the fourth. Okay. Well, you know, to jump to the fifth stage, is what hmm. I would. Say. Okay. No, fair enough. Anybody else? She's saying, "What about the spiritual path?" I'm continually thinking of me giving this class. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? Yeah. (laughs)
0: No. Okay. Makes you talk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) clarifying. So very simple. All the things I've talked
0: about, the movie, the restaurant, everything. What happens if we increase those desires? When
1: it, what happens if we keep increasing
0: those desires? Yeah, uh, they insatiable, the desires, because the those desires will create another desire. Mm-hmm. It's the type of desire that you want to concentrate your time on and make the effort on. So if it's a spiritual desire, that desire is not going to create a... a it's not going to create a sort of touch, feel, taste desire because that's a worldly desire.
1: Very good. So, desires in the world that we've just said, yeah, material desires create further material desires and that keeps you in the world, puts you deeper in the world. What is the goal? To reduce our desires. Yeah, human plus uh, God plus desires equals human being, human minus desires equals God. After the class, if you keep thinking about the class, the Brahman, yeah, you're thinking of how to increase that desire of getting out of this world. Yeah, These classes are helping me think of Brahman. These classes are helping me think of the, the limit, the absolute goal. Different desire. One desire takes you out of the world, the other desires keeps you in the world. So it's important to end perception with perception where the desire is a worldly material desire. When the desire is for spiritual
0: development, then it's fine to think of that. Yeah, does it make sense, everyone? So, is that okay? so, if
1: you end perception with perception, then self restraint is kindled, meaning
0: you can control your desires. So, what is the offering here? What's the ahuti? What's the offering, the ahuti, in this case, in this yagnia, What is the offering? No. What are we offering? Huh? Self restraint. Oh. That's the kindling. What is the offering? Perception. You're offering your perception. Kindled is the self-restraint. So does this also then,
2: when I was reading this, I was um, more thinking about, you know, where they say live in the moment, not in the past, not in the future. So, any experience or any activity you do, you, as I said, you put 100%, but also you experience it 100%, and you end it at that yeah. after it's finished. So your mind is
1: focused. Your mind is focused on the current perception. You're not thinking of the past. You're not thinking of the future. You're enjoying 100% the current perception.
2: So, hence, that's what obviously one it doesn't create another design and secondary actually taking full experience or full of that one particular notion as well so
1: because thinking of it doesn't doesn't give you more enjoyment does it it's just the mind reveling in that thought (laughs) it must probably agitate you more that pizza was so nice the one i had yesterday yeah you can't taste it again while you're thinking of it yeah winter
0: it's like you're, you need to live in the present moment, and that's what you need to concentrate your mind on, the present moment. And what we do is we go back, or we worry about the future, or we relive the past, then you're, not, you're missing the, the moment that you're in, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. So if you function in this way, you
1: reduce your desires rather than creating new ones. So this is how the 12 yajniya work. They are all of this concept. A. Offered. B. Kindled. Perception offered. Self-restraint kindled. Ghee G, and grains offered. Fire
0: is kindled. Stimuli of the senses offered. Perception is kindled. Any questions? So this is the theme. What is offered? What is kindled? And if you're able to just think that everything is Brahman, pure consciousness within me, see, then
1: you're there. As I said, we're made of the body, mind, intellect and the spirit. These yajmyas help us to think of the spirit within us and not the body, mind and intellect.
0: And that's the whole goal of spiritual development. So, I told you, this isn't easy to grasp, this concept.
1: It takes a bit of thinking. I've tried to make it as easy as possible for you to understand, but when you read it, it's difficult to understand. And these concepts are Swamiji's concepts for this verse. If you look at other uh,
0: Gitas, you won't find this explanation. This is his interpretation.
1: So, as I say, it's not easy, as I found it difficult as well to grasp this and many others. So don't worry too much about it. You'll get the gist of it as we finish the 12 yagniyas. Just remember one thing. I'm not this body, mind, intellect. I'm Brahman. Because of Brahman, I'm able to do everything I do. That's it. That's the bottom line. You can remember that all the time,
2: you're there.
0: You don't need the Gita after that, if you remember that. Any questions? So think about it,
1: ponder on it, listen to the podcast again, have the
0: book in front of you, read it. I told you I've read this verse every morning for the
1: last six days, so I can come up with this explanation to you. And then I was able to give you this explanation. it takes time that's what i'm saying it takes effort to understand these verses some verses are easier to understand some verses are difficult to understand that's how the Gita is good okay if there's no more questions we'll take up 27 next week
0: yeah
1: okay good thank you